According to the Homeless Hub... More than 1,900 Calgarians experienced homelessness in 2021. As the weather starts to cool down, what do we need to do to help people experiencing homelessness here in Alberta, but nationwide? Joining us to talk about it is Dr. Karen Shin, who's the Assistant Professor of Adult Psychiatry and Health Systems at the University of Toronto. Good morning to you, Doctor. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Sue and Andrew. Thanks. Would you say that, you know, inflation, the rising cost of living, all of those things that we're all experiencing right now, is that... Is that impacting the number of Canadians that are experiencing homelessness? Is it getting that bad out there, do you feel? Yes, for sure. There are structural factors that influence homelessness and lack of affordable housing, uh, lack of support for people who are new immigrants or refugees, difficulty with employment. Also, we're just, you know, coming out of, well, still experiencing, but just coming out of the the lockdown of the pandemic. These are all factors that stress um, the system and stress people in being able to find safe um, housing for themselves. But it's a weird dynamic, uh, Dr. Shin, in that we see all these job openings, but there's homeless, uh, you know, and it seems like it increases with, in, with inflation. It's a very interesting time. Is this a case of having the right resources in the right place? How do, how do we switch things up? For sure. So there are many factors that um, affect um, people being homeless. So while there might be jobs available, um, a lot of the people that are facing homelessness have individual factors that might um, make it more difficult to find employment. Um, uh, at least 50% in some studies, even more um, of people that are facing homelessness have mental health challenges and also substance use issues. So um, it's a population that um, would struggle to um perhaps find that, that type of um, stable employment, but also to find success in, in housing. And, um, you know, studies have shown there's different ways of, of supporting people and, and needs to be an integrated approach. Um, housing has to be affordable or there needs to be some sort of support uh, for for subsidies has been shown to um, to improve people's ability to be housed. But then also, if there are health challenges, mm-hmm. um, the health supports have to be present so people can maintain their housing. So it's not just getting it, but being successful in maintaining it. So is this a case of, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Or do you think we really need to address the mental health side of things before we can even get near the housing insecurity and homelessness issues? It's, it really is um, a chicken and egg dilemma, and I don't think there is a way to entangle that. So in tackling homelessness, um, it is um, uh, uh, it, it does require tackling both at once. And there are certainly social determinants of health and better housing improves, improves health. And if people have better health, they're more able to maintain the housing that they need. Um, it is a huge, you know, a huge issue across Canada. Um, Stats can d- data shows that, um, you know, about 3% of people um, struggle with um, unsheltered homelessness. And then even a greater number might not be uh, unsheltered, but are homeless and needing to stay with friends or family. Um, and in a year, more than 200,000 Canadians experience homelessness. So it's a it's a huge issue and, and the numbers have been growing and we don't have all the numbers yet post-pandemic to really make a comparison, but um, I do think that that uh, numbers will show uh, even more struggles for, for people. Speaking with Dr. Karen Shin, Assistant Professor, Adult Psychiatry and Health Systems at the University of Toronto. And Dr. Shin, we know this isn't a Calgary or an Alberta, or obviously a yeah. Canadian-specific issue. Uh, so I'm wondering if, if we can 
take from another nation, maybe another corner of the world, who is getting, uh, you know, some traction, getting things right when it comes to helping out or maybe even solving the homelessness issue. Is, is this something we can look at, other models? For sure. Um, and there have been um, work. So at St. Michael's, where, where um, my, my practice and my work is, uh, researchers with the uh, Center for the MAP Center for Urban Health Solutions utilized a housing first approach and this was something that was done internationally where they provided rent subsidies for people and housed them and this was a project that was uh, nationwide across Moncton, Montreal, Toronto, Winnipeg and Vancouver so this was a solution that was fanned out across the country um, and this showed that if you provided subsidies, housed people and then um, additionally for people that required um, uh, significant mental health supports in place those supports within the home, people were more successful. So we are looking a, a field internationally for solutions and then also bring them home to make them um, Canadian-specific. Um, you know, this month on October the 13th, our, our hospital in conjunction with um, uh, support from the Odette families hosting the annual Louis Odette Family Lecture. And this happens annually and it brings together thought leaders uh, to tackle the homelessness crisis. Um, we have a keynote speaker from the States, from Harvard, uh, Dr. Howard Coe. And uh, presently, he's the chair of the Harvard Chan School of Public Health Initiatives on Health and Homelessness. So this is a way to raise awareness on the global homelessness crisis, uh, showcase innovative solutions, and bring Canadians together to influence and inspire change. Innovative, I think that's what we need, isn't it? I mean, we need some some really outside-of-the-box thinkers to try and come to the table with some new ideas because what we've done and are continuing to do it clearly is not... I mean, we're taking strides for sure, but it's not working, is it? No, and it's a large problem. I think we it, we can't have a sense of hopelessness about it. And um, by you know, talking about it, reducing the stigma of it, and also showing that initiatives work, I think that really can help galvanize um, you know, energy, whether it be through health you know, research, um, policies, um, you know, public health structures and political structures. I think all of that is needed to really tackle the problem. So, um, you know, I welcome people in, in, in Alberta to also join in on the lecture. Um, it's available online virtually, um, a great opportunity to hear um, someone uh, internationally renowned to speak about the, the issues on October 13th, 5 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. But um, you can log on virtually if you visit stmichaelsodetlecture.ca. Dr. Shin, do you think part of the challenge from where you're standing and, and from all folks who, who want to, you know, really tackle this issue is, is fighting the apathy of, of perhaps many of us who throw our hands in the air and say homelessness is always going to be here. It's always going to be a factor in society. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the apathy, I, I think, can be demoralizing. And also um, the, the sense of um, stigma where people don't necessarily want to... Um, engage in 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 the in in the um you know, engage in different solutions or think about it um, as uh, as a societal problem and thinking of it as the other because when you know when there are inequities within society it actually hurts all of us and you know as, as healthcare practitioners and also um, educators and training the new um, the next generation of healthcare providers, we need to ensure that people see that there are social determinants of health. We're all interconnected, that, you know, we can, we need to work together within their communities to make it better. And this actually lifts everyone up. 
It's important we continue the conversation. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, Dr. Shin. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Karen Shin, Assistant Professor, Adult Psychiatry and Health Systems at the U of T.